Welcome back to the Flock Podcast. My name is Garrett. And my name's Reese. All right, I just wanted to kick it off with um Dude, I, I don't know. I'm just on that that Larry David kick today. The co-founder of Seinfeld. I know I talked about Seinfeld before, but I was watching like these behind the scenes stuff. And mm-hmm. he's dude, he's I don't know. He's just pretty sick. Like he, so like at one point in the show, like, you know, like how a lot of TV shows have like these overwhelming, um, like networks, you know, like that, like try and control it too much. Oh, like the TV, uh, producers or the channels. Yeah, yeah, the channels, like, they're just like, okay, you know, like, the way it works, from my understanding, it's like, okay, so, like, the the writers of the show will finish the script, and then may, maybe there's, like, a single person that's there to, like, oversee from, you know, their executives or whatever, or, like, they just send it off to them, and then get it gets approved, but a lot of the time, it's like, okay, change this, and then add this, blah, blah, blah. Larry David was so sick of him. He was, he was at the point where it's like, because at this point, like the first couple seasons of Seinfeld, it wasn't very successful. Um, but at this point, it was pretty successful. So it was just like at at that point, he was like, "All right, if if they even say anything, I'm just gonna quit the show. I'm done." Did he end up quitting, or did he stick with it? He ended up quitting. I don't know if it was for that though, but. I know like a lot of the episodes like he wrote and like he was like, like, you know, this is my baby. Like the, if they change anything, I'm just done. But some of them they didn't. So I guess that's, you know, he stuck around. His final episode was the the one I just showed you the with her, her death. Yeah, that was the last. Oh, wait, that was his. On. That was his episode. Yeah. Well, I don't know okay. if it was his episode, but that was the last one he was he worked on after that it was just jerry writing them gotcha i mean i mean i understand his feelings like as a when you're working on something creative like there's a difference between like feedback and just like getting completely cucked and shut down you know what i mean like i wouldn't mind changing a couple things but if you've worked on something so hard and like people trying to tell you how to how to do your own show i wouldn't want to do that yeah i bet he still would have if i'm him i would have wanted to stick around for another two seasons though because he left at the end of season seven and if he waited two seasons then he'd be he would have made like hundreds of millions of more dollars why wait really well because like i mean i don't know this for sure but like Jerry Seinfeld is worth like close to a billion dollars. And it's because of a lot of it is because of Seinfeld. So like he has a certain percentage that he gets, you know, for the like kickback of what he wrote. And um, he, I don't know how much Larry David got, but for like Jerry, he didn't have to split anything for like eight and nine. So, um, you know, he get 
he sold the rights to Netflix for five years and it was like for 250 million or something. So the, so Jerry Seinfeld had the rights to the show. Well, he gets a percentage, but it's larger than Larry David because he was there for longer. So. Okay. So like equal collectively, they, they sold the rights and then he gets a cut. Yeah. But also the later seasons are worth more. So like, when they were making the show, like I know it's like kind of a famous thing that because Seinfeld peaked viewership in season nine, so their final season, and like NBC or I think it was NBC, like begged uh, Jerry Seinfeld to write a a season ten, but he just didn't want to do it because he wanted to leave on the peak. But he was offered you know nineties money, so now it's probably worth two to almost three times more more than what it was then. But he was offered like 120 million for season 10. And that was back then, not even counting residuals. That's actually, that's insane. 120 million just for one guy? Just, yeah, just, just for him, the writing? Just him. So they must have been making, if they could pay that out, they must have been making so much money in that mean, show. Yeah, dude, the. Uh, I, the final got like 70 or 80 million people like live watchers what okay, yeah. what yeah how do they uh, measure that amount did they just release the numbers like afterwards yeah I mean it's like you know it's an estimate like based off how many TVs average per TV I guess I don't know if it's per TV or average per TV Okay, so Seinfeld was a it was a a weekly TV show or is it so it wasn't like you know modern shows are all on um streaming services but yeah, back no, then they would weekly. play on channels yeah I think it was NBC. okay yeah dude that's wild I didn't yeah. think it was that successful I mean I I knew it was successful but not like that crazy dude it's the most successful uh, I mean probably the most successful TV show of all time. Like, dude, it's honestly, it's like, I, at this point, I love it just for like how like genius the comedy is in it. Like, it's so clever. Like some of the stuff, like, you know, since some of it's like, you know, you gotta like if after the first watch, it's not really funny anymore, but I still like it just because I like the tech technical side behind you know like how it was executed Mm -hmm. it's like my favorite style of comedy is callbacks and there's just so many callbacks in seinfeld and and um larry david also i saw he wanted to make the characters like he had like a motto it was like no hugs, no learning or something. So it's like in the show, they never learn from their mistakes. They never grow as characters. So they're as narcissistic as possible. It's like what he wanted to make it. So like basically every episode, they're starting off with the same personality. They never really change up. Yeah. That's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah, I feel like that really works for comedy type of shows too. 
Okay, so the finale episode was watched over by over 76 million people. And that, like, live. And by now, it's gotten a lot more views. Yeah. So, dude, what? I don't even know these shows. I'm looking at the site that has this is the like 15 most watched finales of all time. Like here, like Gunsmoke, 30 million. No idea. Star Trek. Okay. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31. Yeah. Star Trek. Everybody loves Raymond. Don't know this. Dallas, I've heard of that one. 33. No idea. Frasier. No idea. 33. Home Improvement, might have heard of it, 35. Family Ties, never heard of it, 36. All in the Family, 40, never heard of it. The Cosby Show, okay, <laughs> I've heard of that one, 40, <laughs> 44. Magnum PI, 50. Friends, okay, 52. Seinfeld, 76. And then here's the top three. The Fugitive, 78, never heard of it. Cheers, okay. 80. Did not know Cheers was this popular. And MASH, no idea. 105. I've heard of MASH. You have? It's a military show. Yeah, about Korean Like a comedy. War. Mm-hmm. Huh. But dude, like where's, like where's Game of Thrones? Where's Stranger Things? Is this like only like cable television shows? Because all of these Game are really of, old. Game of Thrones is a t- uh, cable show. That one got like 20 million, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? The yeah. finale? Um, by the time the finale released, it was like everything. We were all on streaming services by then. Yeah, I guess I HBO but, is technically still a channel. but No, so the finale of Game of Thrones brought in a series record of 19 million viewers. Jeez, I don't know. That's actually crazy to me that these other shows just destroy it. Game of yeah. Thrones. I, I think a large part is because of the whole streaming thing. Like before it was like, if you missed it, you didn't see it, you know? Or if you didn't record it, you didn't see it. But like Game of Thrones was at the point where you could still watch it after the fact, you know? Like you don't have to wait for a rerun. But those shows you would have to wait for the rerun. Okay, gotcha. Actually, I saw during the uh, Seinfeld finale, um, Frank Sinatra had a like a heart attack and it since Seinfeld finale was playing, no one was on the streets. And that was the only reason he got to the hospital in time to save his life. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. He was alive during that time. Okay. I thought he was a lot older. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know he was alive during the nineties. Yeah. He, he died in 1998 says, Okay. Here, let's see. Seinfeld finale. Seinfeld finale was in 98. Wait. Did he die? (laughs) Wait, did he die on the same, like, time? 
I'm a, I'm so confused. Well, the video, the video I watched. Um, the video I watched talked about this. Maybe it wasn't Frank Sinatra. Maybe it was like his like kid or something. I don't know. But it says that he died a week before the finale. Maybe it wasn't the finale and it was like the episode before the finale. I don't know. Well, that would make sense to me. But then he but then he died. So it doesn't I don't know. That's weird. Maybe it was like just enough time for him to get to the hospital, but he still died from complications. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, but I'm actually surprised that he he was alive in the 90s because I knew he was born in the early 1900s. Yeah, I think he was mainly popular in like the 40s and 50s. If I'm pretty sure, like that's not that that's like when he like became super f- successful. But I mean, mm-hmm. dude, his music's still super successful. Like, um, you know, Jingle Bells is his song so yes sir i mean i've i always listened to him growing up because my mom and my grandparents also listened to him and also like you know uh logic references him in some of his songs like the young sinatra thing is that referencing him or someone else it's him yeah it's reference referencing frank sinatra how is that why, why does he so wait i always, i know i heard him always say young sinatra but well how's he young sinatra is it just because he looks kind of like him when he was younger or do you know why I, I don't know why but you know like the whole logic has like young sinatra one two three four and then yeah yeah so that's There's a whole like, reference to frank sinatra i looked it up um just his alter ego based around late singer Frank Sinatra. But okay, it says someone on Reddit says that Frank Sinatra is his biggest musical influence, which that surprises me because I don't think I've ever heard Logic sing, or it's very rare for him to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a web article. Logic explains Frank Sinatra's influence on his career, alter ego, and rat pack movement. Okay. I've heard him say it's Kanye. I actually just saw a post from him today, and it was... Uh, it was <laughs> <laughs> Why are oh, you no. laughing? I'm laughing because of what <laughs> happened with Kanye, what he's been saying. Oh, okay. I thought we were laughing at the same thing. Because um, uh, of his Instagram comments, you know. Oh, logics. Remember? Yeah. How they're all just roasting him and his baby <laughs> and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> bro. I mean, bro, come on, logic, dude. Logic had the biggest fumble of his life. Like oh, his, his old ex-wife. girl was such a baddie. Yeah, his she ex-wife. Is, but I mean, like his new girlfriend. Or his new wife is like, it's not like she's ugly, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think 
his ex-wife's more attractive, but it's also like, yeah. Like, yeah, he's within, still doing okay. He's, you know, she's still pretty. His it's, new within, wife. it's within range of like, yeah, I could see that's, you know, personal preference, I guess, but I feel like it, you know, most people would agree with me, but all the comments and his things are just like, man, why the fuck, why the fuck did he marry Sid? <laughs> Talking about his new wife. Yeah. Like she could just be up for like a quarter of a second and all the comments are saying that. Or like one of them, it was like him, like it was like an Instagram post of like him and his friends, like in the studio or on like a tour bus and him being like, yo, can you get this out of the fridge? And everyone in the thing is just calling him like, hey, fat. So what's up, fatty? Yeah, because I mean, bro, put on. I mean, he put, he put on some weight, weight but like, oh, a, a crazy amount. I mean, he put on a good amount of muscle before he put on that weight too. So, like, he put on good weight, then bad weight. I feel like when you put on good weight and then bad weight, it makes you look, you like, kind of goofy. I'm not gonna lie, like. If, like if you have massive pecs and then you start like you just gain like a little bit of weight like like honestly KSI is a pretty good example like he has pretty good pecs now, right? he only weighs like 30 pounds or 40 pounds less than when people would say he like had breasts you know mm-hmm. and I think a large part of that is because he had muscle underneath so then it made like he had that base up higher. So then it made his like tits look even bigger, you know? For real. I mean, cause for like, if you don't really have muscle, even if you're putting on like a good amount of fat, it's like, it doesn't, it's not that bad compared to if you have a, already have a big chest, but then after a certain point, like once you get fat enough, then it looks really bad. And you got like the hanging yeah. man tits, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his were pretty bad, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I feel like... Ooh, KSI or Logic? KSI. Oh, yeah. I remember when he had... um, Like, breast, basically. Everyone would call him, like, Fat Neek and stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Because his chest is just massive. Like, and when he gets fat, it's just like he's got boobs. Yeah, because fat on men mostly goes to chest, stomach, and hips. Or, like, yeah, hips. So, you know, chest is a third of that, or like one of the more common areas. So, if you already have that base, it'll, it'll stack up quick. Like, if you have big arms and you put on. Like, let's say you're shredded, you have gigantic arms, you put on 50 pounds, I guess your arms wouldn't really look bad getting bigger, even if it is fat. I mean, if it's fatty, I guess not. But, like, put on 50 pounds from being shredded, not, like, maybe a pound would go onto your arms? Like, very little. Like, very little. For myself, like, most of my fat... It's like all on my stomach area. Like I got stomach, hips, and then like 
some on my chest, like a good amount. Yeah. Dude, yeah, for me, it's my hips, dude. They're the worst part for my, like, fat. And the worst part for men, too, is it's it's called visceral fat, so it's more, like, stubborn fat. Like, you know how, like, when, so, when something means it's stubborn fat, it means, like, it's prioritized, like, lower. So, like it's harder to get rid of without getting rid of muscle. It's not necessarily harder to get rid of, if that makes sense. I mean, that does make it harder to get rid of, but it, like, from a, like, I don't even know how to explain that. Do you know what I'm saying? You're saying, wait, can you repeat what you just said? It's harder to get rid of than what? So, like, you know how you hear people say, like, stubborn fat? It means that it's harder to get rid of it cleanly. Like, with getting, like, if I get rid of, like, let's say I have two different pounds of fat. So, like, one pound of fat and one pound of fat. One of it's visceral fat. One of it's just, I think it's called transversal fat. Just, like, a normal fat. And when I lose that normal fat... I'll maybe lose like 0.1 pounds of muscle. But when I lose that visceral fat, I'll lose like 0.5 just because it's harder to get rid of because it's deeper. So So your body will prioritize getting rid of a little bit of muscle before it starts burning the fat off. Okay. Gotcha. Because that's like the... Like when you have a little bit of it, it's like, like, um, you know, like how you can't go below 3% body fat. Yeah. That's cause you need some fat around your organs and stuff. And that's the type that would be around your organs. It's the deeper fat, but it's also bad when you get too much, but that's the reason why your body will stop it because you need it. So that's why it's harder to get rid of. But that's what sucks with men is because that's the type of fat that's more common on them. Like all that stomach fat, or at least most of it, or some of it I'll say, is visceral fat. Yeah, I know for myself, I think I have a high visceral fat percentage because I've gotten uh, tests before from my doctor and I had like some fatty liver. Yeah. Which is bad. It's like non-alcoholic too, because I don't drink. You know, we already talked about this, but I don't drink like that. So what does that mean? It basically means like when you have fatty liver without drinking, it just means you have like a lifestyle has caused you to get a high visceral fat around your organs. But like, so it's causing issues with your liver. What does that? What does that make you do? I don't know. I've never looked it up. I just saw Do it on my test. To look it up. Yeah, no, nah, I've I've actually never checked. Um, Do you have it, or is it like pre? It was, it was called mild on the like on the test results. Like the doctor just noted, mild fatty liver. Hey, because hey. I got a, a ultra scan of my organs. Are you ready for the uh, symptoms? All right, yeah, let's hear. 
Okay, well, first, people with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease often have no symptoms. So, But when symptoms occur, the most common include fatigue and pain in upper right abdomen. So where your liver, liver is. That would suck. <laughs> if your liver is constantly hurting, does it? Do you get pain? Uh, a couple years ago, I used to get like weird pains. In there? Like, yeah, on my upper abdomen. It was like on the middle to the right side, but I haven't really had any symptoms lately of like, at least what you're saying. Okay. Well, here's the others. Weakness, loss of appetite, nausea, yellow skin and eyes, itching, fluid buildup and swelling in the legs and abdomen, mental confusion and GI bleeding. Yeah, none of those symptoms for me. The only one I had was the abdominal pain before. Well, that's it. So That doesn't even seem too bad. Yeah, the liver disease can can get you if you let it like get to a bad point. But if you just stay on top of it, you're chilling. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't think I ever got officially diagnosed with it. I just said, like, they noted on the test results, mild fatty liver, non-alcoholic. Okay. So I guess when it's mild, it's just like, eh, whatever. doesn't really matter. Yeah, because uh, they did an ultrasound in my organs, and they're like, oh, it's you got fat it- around your liver. And then you also have, like, I think my pancreas was also enlarged. What's so Everything else is that. What causes that? They didn't say like they just noted it's just like an observation. They're like, oh, your pancreas is slightly larger than normal. It says a liver biopsy is needed to confirm diagnosis. So I'm pretty sure that a biopsy means I got to cut you open and look at it. Yeah, that would be through. uh, I don't even know how they'd get to the liver. They just cut you open, bro. Really? They don't. Have like a less intrusive way to um, get a sample. Yeah, let's see how. Because I know, like, for your intestines and like stomach and colon and all that, they can go through. Okay, it just says colonoscopy. They insert a thin needle through your belly into the liver and remove a small piece of tissue. Ugh. <laughs> That's gross. Another type <laughs> involves using a vein in the neck. So I don't know. How to... <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. Okay, this... I'll take the needle over that, or I'll take the through the stomach. It says that it's the needle is not painful, so there it's just slightly uncomfortable. I heard this one story about this lady who had like very heavy pain in her brain and she had to get a biopsy to see what was going on in her brain. And the person was doing the biopsy and they were under, I guess, because it's a brain. So it's more, you know, I guess every organ is different. And I don't know how her biopsy worked, but the doctor was able to see the brain like moving 
And then they like put their tweezer in and they pulled out like a giant worm, like a three inch worm that was in her brain. Oh, hell nah, dude. <laughs> oh, nah, man. But then after like the lady like recovered from the biopsy, she was all good. So like there's no like she had like headaches for months and then they all went away. She was good. This is like the first recorded case of a, a like it was a parasite worm being in someone's brain. brain. Yeah. See, that's that scares me, dude, because like some, you know, like sometimes I get headaches and I'm you like, you don't have an bro. You nah, have like yeah, the no, worst I've, headaches. Like I've never I've never thought it was like a, a worm, but just hearing that just like freaks me out because like. That's just creepy, dude. I also heard a, a story. This <laughs> this one's wild. It was, okay. So this lady had like the worst headaches in the world, like for a month. And like, she was just like, oh, get over it. I don't need to go to the doctor. It was like a straight month of like terrible headaches where she couldn't even like talk to anyone. And then she ended up going to the hospital and she had a cat scan and then, okay, well first let me preface. So she was in a car accident and she assumed that's what it was. And it was like a month and there's no like scratches or anything, but like the glass broke. So she assumed like, um, you know, Oh, a piece of glass like scratched my head, you know, and that's causing this. Cause that's, <laughs> There's a visible scratch on her head. And then she went to the doctor or the hospital and they did a cat skin on her. And then it f- they found a bullet in her brain, like, like a gun bullet lodged in her brain. And it turns out what happened was when she got in the accident, like it was like a, just like a fender better in her driveway. And like her boyfriend, like backed into her while she was in the car. He and he got out of the car and tried to kill her. He shot her in the head, and she, the bullet just somehow didn't kill her, and it just like knocked her out. And yeah, so there's just a bullet <laughs> in her brain. <laughs> Wait, her boyfriend yeah. tried to kill her. Yeah, in her driveway. <laughs> yeah, what? Just, like took out his gun and shot her in the head because he was, I guess, sick of her. So he just shot her in the head. And then since she waited too long to like go to the hospital, the, her brain like, um, accepted the bullet, I guess. And like, like grew around it. And it would have been harder to get the bullet out. than like, it wouldn't have been worth it. Like it would be too risky. Yeah. For bullet wounds. Uh, most of the time they just kind of leave it in there because it's, it does too much damage to dig it out. Well, this one was because she took too long. So like the body recovered. Right. Well, yeah, for a, a brain bullet, they would try and extract it. Uh, but if so it's like that just lodged in your muscles. Yeah. If, like if it's lodged into your muscle really? and it's not, it's not like damaging an organ or an artery, they will, they'll just leave it in there. Because it's, it's too like does too much damage and to the body to dig it out. 
Oh, I didn't know that. But if it's near Audrey, they will because I could like. Yeah, if it's like damaging an organ or like it's like cuts an artery, they have to go in and do emergency surgery. Okay. Because I've definitely seen like some them get like bullet shrapnel out before. But yeah, if it's easy, it depends on the case too. Like if it's close to the surface, they can pull it out. But if it's like lodged, like let's just say like in your leg. If it's deep in your leg, they're not going to pull it out. They'll just like cover up the holes and make sure there's no other damage. Yeah, I feel like I've seen someone like with a bullet in their arm. And they just left it in. I mean, dude, for her, like that would suck. I bet she has those headaches for life. Yeah, unless there's like a way to like make the body accept the metal, but because it's like your brain's like it's basically freaking out. Like there's a foreign object inside of your head. Yeah. And it's that's probably why she's having the headaches. It's like, all right, there's something here, like, what's going on? Yeah, dude. I don't know, dude. That that would actually suck. I mean the, I'm pretty sure the boyfriend went to jail to from it too. That's wild. Like she doesn't remember him. I guess she was probably like unconscious or dazed and yeah, didn't even bro, she see got him. Shot in the head. I think she. Yeah, did like see she him, doesn't. She remember. got shot in the head, so she didn't remember. Jeez, that's wild, dude. In the <laughs> yeah. driveway. I'm surprised. You know, no neighbors like rang that in. Yeah, it's. I mean, it depends where they live, but. In most places, if your neighbor's somewhat close and they're home, like they're gonna hear a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. Well, I, I forgot to say earlier. Um. So the whole logic thing. He. I saw a video of him today, and it was like him talking about, like how. He's like super inspired from Kanye's album Jesus. And he's like, his next album, he wants to be like, people think it's whack now, but in 10, or he said it's going to be in whack now, but in 10 years, people are going to see how amazing it is. So I don't mm-hmm. know. we'll see, bro. Logic's, he, he peaked with his first album. It's been a slow decline ever since. Like, that's just the reality of it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's just facts, dude. I was actually, I went through and listened to all of his albums. How recent? Like not, not every single song, but like I was just kind of clicking oh. through all of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I listened to it. Well, I listened to the entirety of his first like three albums. Okay. okay. But then like it kind of like falls off though. So I got bored and like stopped yeah, listening to every song. Like, okay, I'm looking at his list. So I listened to the entirety of Under Pressure. Yep. I mean, that's just, that's just a peak album. That's, that's a really good album. Like, that's one of my favorite albums. Yeah. So I listened to the entirety of that. And then Incredible True Story, listen to that. Bobby yep. Tarantino, listen to that entirety. And then Wait, everybody. Bobby Tarantino? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the first one, first Bobby Tarantino. Yeah. And then everybody, 
I didn't even. I think I played one song off of Dude, this and then every, skipped. Everybody sucks. <laughs> this was sucks. like the logic, like you know, like the I'm biracial. Like that was his biracial album. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like, I don't know, off of this album, one eight hundred was probably like the only one that people like. Black Spider Man was popular at the time. Yeah. I think every other song in there is like kinda whatever. Yeah. Take It Back was somewhat popular. I mean not popular, but for the album it was. I think that's literally it. All the other ones are completely irrelevant. Yeah. And Bobby Tarantino too. I listened to uh, that one's not I think it's better than everybody. Yeah. It was okay. I like some of the songs on there. And then let's see. Why that one has some pretty IV. good songs, I'm not gonna lie. Like I really like um I, I mean they were good at really good I really like some of them at the time. I don't think they aged too well, but I'd say like half the songs like when this came out I really liked. Now Maybe two or three, and the rest are just like, eh. Yeah, the only like notable song off uh, Bobby Tarantino too that I still like, somewhat like, is Forty Four More. Yeah, I I used to like that one more. I think Warm It Up is pretty decent. Midnight's decent. I don't know. I like pretty much all of them. Not gonna lie, but like first week and second week half, and then it just slowly decreased. Yeah, that's but that's kind of how you know an album is good or bad. If it's good or bad, if you can keep going back to it and like replaying the songs yeah. over and over and over. Like everybody, I can keep going back, dude. I love everybody, or not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Uh, yeah, which called under pressure? Yeah, under pressure. Okay, yeah. I still listen to Under Pressure. Oh, like a lot sure. of those songs. I, I don't, there's not a skip. I think every song is good. Like, there's some I like more than others, but I think every song is good. And the only song I don't like is, like, is Driving Miss Daisy. And that's on the deluxe, so it's not even the original. That's no, I'd be playing the deluxe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, driving Miss Daisies, it's kind of, it's all right. Yeah, I think it's actually now that I think about it, that's a skip. I think that it's kind of trash. But every other song is good. Yeah, I don't think Logic has any other albums where I just, I play, I could listen to the whole thing over and over. Have you listened to Bobby Tarantino 3? Uh, Let me see. I don't think I have. It's so trash. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to it. I listened to it when it came out, and it's so trash. I, I okay. If you're looking, have you DC Young Sinatra Collection Volume One? All the songs on that. Yeah, are good. these are like the like a lot of his unreleased, not unreleased, yeah. but like YouTube music, and um, yeah, I think they're just remastered, like versions of those. And they're dude. All- I wish. Um, I wish. 
he had like the Young Sinatra one through three on Spotify, but it's not on there as it used copyrighted uh, tracks. I think he has three or oh no, it's Dead Presidents three. Yeah, he just has Young Sinatra four. I guess he didn't. Uh, they used whoever produced the the beat or like the track. Uh, it was taken already, like copyrighted. Yeah, so his next album is gonna come out, I think, soon. Really? Wait, didn't he just release one this year? Yeah, College Park. Well, he's working on the next one already. So, I mean. I bet yeah, I'm looking looking at College Park. I listened to some of these. I didn't listen to the whole album. And uh, looking at the numbers, bro, like it's, it's just kind of sad. It's pretty low. Like self medication. What happened to my boy? One. I don't know, man. It's pretty bad, dude. I remember <laughs> I remember um on Young Tanatra 4, that album, he had a line, it was like and I called out Jay Z to hop up on a track with me. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Bro, that was embarrassing. I remember that. Was uh, it okay? Was it Jay Z? I thought he was asking Kanye or Drake uh, or somebody to get Jay- on a song with him. Jay Z, dude. <laughs> I'm like ninety percent sure. That's sad. He rhymed it with. Oh no, Jay Z to hop up on a truck with me like it rhymes, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's Jay Z. What song was that? Do you know, I remember it was before the album came out too. It was like one of those songs, like the singles that get dropped. Yeah, wasn't it that Keanu Reeves? Was it that one? Wait, let me see. Um, I, think I know that was one of the singles. It, might, it was maybe Everybody Dies. Where's Keanu Reeves? Is that a song or is that just in one? Yeah, Keanu Reeves was a single. Or it was like, let me see. I don't even see that. Okay, because, well, that one was for confess, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So different. Oh, here, I can see the singles. It's One Day, The Return, and Everybody Dies. So it was one of those. Yeah, I think Logic had one of the biggest fall-offs I've seen. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, that album is trash, too. The only one that's good is Lost in Translation, in my opinion. All the I think every Mama Show Love, I think, was okay. But I think all the other ones were trash. I... Do you like Eminem? Uh, to be honest, I don't really listen to his music. Dude, why does everyone love Eminem so much? I don't get it. I like a couple of his old songs, but you just wait. Do you mean like as a musician or like a person? Uh, as a musician. Yeah, I don't know. Like... Have you like what do people just glaze him? I feel like people I don't I don't know if I've ever seen anybody like talk about him. Dude. Besides uh, like calling him the goat. It, it, yeah, like okay, no, like the one off well no, that's glazing, but 
like one that's like one comment out of like 100 usually bro i i see so many posts it's like 50 cent saying like eminem he's the greatest rapper of all time and then all oh the yeah are like this is so true i've never seen anything more true it, i've seen 50 glazing him all the time on yeah, youtube 50 does and then bro like i think he's just popular in europe at this point, like, I don't know anyone in my life that listens to him. I don't see any Americans talking about it. I think it's just the Europeans, like the white pe- Europeans like Eminem. Well, because he's from a different generation, too. Like our generation. Yeah, but doesn't really listen to him. They listened M- to Eminem five years ago, I feel. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't know. That's why it's kind of weird because I've never heard people our age talk about Eminem that much. But I feel like he's like a lot of people's intro to rap, you know. But then once you get into it, you fall off of him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Nah, definitely. Eminem was like when I was uh, maybe like <laughs> 11 or 12. Rap God, Bro, <laughs> you know, right? like yeah, all those older like 10 years ago. Some of those. Eminem was the first rapper, and then Tupac I also listened to when I was like 11. I never listened to Tupac. I, I listened to Eminem and then Logic. Logic was my real introduction, but Eminem, like I remember in middle school trying to memorize Rap God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dude, I. That's funny because the other day I. I was just thinking about it and I still have it memorized. <laughs> I I don't have it fully memorized. I have like the first verse memorized, I think. But oh yeah, I got like the first part of the fast the fast part memorized, but I don't have the rest of the song. Ah, Sumalama Duma, you assume I'm a human. I got bullets ricocheting off of me. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Asama Lama Duma Lama, you assuming I'm a human. What I gotta do to get it through to you, I'm superhuman. Innovative. Innovative. And I made a rubber so that anything you're saying is ricocheting. <laughs> That's all I got. But yeah. Like, then it's like, it goes like, like a motherfucker, something. That's when he goes into the second breath. I mean, bro, he's got 62 million monthly listeners. He's 17th in the world right now. So. Wait, what? He's yeah. 17th? Yeah. He's okay. Wait, can you can you like click on that and like see the location? Okay. Yeah, here we go. Yep, you were right. His it's number great. one location is London, Great Britain. Dude. Yeah. One one million listeners every see month. You, dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. Because I like, saw this number three is Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Number Mexi- two, Mexico. Mexico City. Like, yeah, it's like it's like people that don't even know English. Like, that's 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 basically Turkey, Brazil. Nah, dude, all five don't even know English. London, Sydney, Mexico is. <laughs> oh, they speak English in in Sydney and London. Not, not real English. But <laughs> that's what I was saying, dude. Because I saw like. Um, uh, a sea dog clip and it was like him talking about him and I'm like bro what the fuck are these why are because I've only seen Europeans talk about him like in the last like three years see but like sea dog 
is like a '90s kid. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like oh, we're my, just uh, my cousins out of that are generation. 90s kids and they don't listen to them. Like I know I'm friends with some '90s kids. They're not listening. To them. Um, I mean, like, bro, look at the thing. Look at the thing, dude. London is the highest. Yeah, well, he's that's. Dude, I don't know. Why is he so popular in other countries? Like New York City, I feel like it's a good judge for um like what's hip, you know, at least for with American culture. Like, okay. Like, oh, if 10% of New York City's listening to this, that's hot right now. You know what I'm saying? And New York City's got what, nine million people? And you're telling me not even not even seven percent are listening to eminem like that's a good sign dude like london that's like half their population listening to, no not half but like let's see kanye kanye is probably like los angeles let's see kanye's is london <laughs> bro what is with london dude. it's london and number two LA, chicago LA, oh, yeah. sydney bro what Lund okay, I know Kanye. Kanye is like he's not like a white rapper, you know, but like a lot of white people like him, you know, you know what I'm saying? But dude. Well dude, uh, I don't know if the white people I guess some white people listening to him in London, but that's gotta be like a lot of the <laughs> like the people who like the drill music too. Uh, uh wait, I'm curious. I'm looking up Pop Smoke. What do you think? Do you think London's oh, going to be on Pop Smoke is New York. No, nah, Pop Smoke is New York. Number one. 100%. That's <laughs> so bro, bro, where's New York? Where's New York? <laughs> okay, it's got Travis Scott has to be New York, dude. Los Angeles, know, London. Dude, I- dude, what is with London? <sighs> Uh, I'm so confused. New York City is number five. Does New York City not listen to music anymore, dude? Like, what the hell? It might just not be using Spotify, bro. (laughs) That might be the thing. Nah, dude. What? I'm so... What? Wait, uh, I think the K-pop is popular. I'm about to check BTS. If that's number one in New York, I'm going to lose it, dude. It's definitely... Oh, what the fuck? There's like a thing that flew on me. BTS. No, it's fucking. Bro, if you click on BTS, like the first two songs are not even their songs. Here we go. I don't even know that. Okay, it's Indonesia. Oh, it's Indonesia. Yeah, Tokyo. Okay, never mind. What is PH? Philippines? Oh, yeah, it could be that. I don't know. What's the city Tokyo. called? Queenzo? Quezon? Quezon? City? Quezon? Yeah. It's Philippines. I've never heard of Quezon. I haven't either. Nah, I can't believe Kanye is number one in London. His number I, one city is London. I don't know how it's... Oh, wait, BTS is... Only 31 million? It's 119 in the world? What the hell? I thought it'd be higher, just with how many like BTS stands there are. Well, dude, they were like top 10 at one point, but then 
I feel like ever since last year, they've kind of just been lowering and lowering. Hey, what's the one ginger cold? That's pretty Ed Sheeran. Yeah, that's got to be London, dude. If that's not London. No, I think imagine if it's higher in the US. It's going to be, dude. Dude, he's literally British. Okay. Or he's he's Irish or British or something. He's British for sure. Um. Okay. What about like Ariana Grande? That's gonna be LA, right? Um. No, it's India, and Philippines, Mexico City. What the hell? No, that's <laughs> wait. That's Indonesia, bro. Indonesia. Oh, that's what I meant, dude. What? I don't get it. I don't. Oh, Quezon City again, Philippines. Is that there? I don't. How, yeah, I how don't is really US so low in all of these? Yeah, the numbers got to be off, bro. There's no, no way. Taylor Swift, none. Okay, is Taylor it, Swift has got to be like Houston, it's Texas, not. bro. It's, it's got to be like Houston, Texas. None are. I'm looking at it. None. Dang, it's, she's number two in the world. Yeah, dude. Okay, well, okay, well, for the U.S., like, what our highest city is, like, what, like nine million? Oh, dude, like it's highest city is like eleven nine or eleven million. It's New York City. I'm saying like population total. Yeah. Okay. So then it's eight point eight. You think of like Tokyo is like thirty million? Tokyo, you know what I mean? Like forty, fifty, forty, and then like Philippines has like fifteen to twenty million. Indonesia but is like 30 million. Quezon City is 2.9. Total? Yeah. That means that like 80% of the population <laughs> in Quezon is listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah, what? Dude, these... I Okay, here's one thing. I don't think... I think we got to think about. Um, Like you're right with that whole Apple Music thing. It's like half the U.S. does Apple Music and half does Spotify, right? But right, and then no, also all the other countries don't even use iPhones like us. Like we have ninety percent iPhones, they got like ten percent iPhones. You know, so they all use Spotify or Google, but mostly Spotify. Yeah, like so it, well, Indonesia like is definitely probably Android. Yeah, exactly. Majority and like. I know, like, Tokyo would probably be iPhone majority. I don't think so, dude. I think they're Android as well. I'm pretty sure iPhone's the... Here, let's see. Android versus iPhone. Um, Japan. Japan, iPhone is 44%. Yeah, so that's still a good chunk. I thought it would yeah, be a majority. but... But of iPhone users, it's like a 50-50 split. But then um, of Android, it's like almost all Spotify. You see what I'm saying? So they have like a better, they have a higher advantage. Like USA, let's see. I think it's like 90% is iPhone. That, no way. Dude, that is so not true. I I, yeah, I doubt 90%. Only 60 Dude, 
Oh, like all the older people I know all run Androids. It's a, okay. It's what? That's that's very surprising to me. I feel like it used to be ninety percent because I've definitely heard that from somewhere. I didn't like pull that out of nowhere. Yeah, and whoa, that's wild. Yeah, like India is basically all Android. Oh yeah. Every time I watch the Indian like tech like help video, it's always like they got the Android. Hmm. Yeah, all these graphs are pretty wrong, I'm not gonna lie. Or they're all different, which kind of skep- sketches me out about it. It's kind of hard to get a, an actual number. You kind of just have to look at. It would have to be like the data from like the cell phone companies, like how many people are using iPhone yeah, like versus Verizon Android. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the huh. thing is, so we're so, well, we have like 400 million in the US, but we're so spread out. That we're never going to be like a, a small country where everybody's living in one city. Yeah, on these on these lists, and then also yeah, that whole Apple Music versus Spotify. Like, if you're an Android user, you're not using Google Play Music or whatever. You're using Spotify. Hmm. But like, how, dude? How is Kanye London? How is Kanye London? I don't know. I'm I'm just so shocked by this whole Apple thing. Okay, but Oh, Apple has been pulling in 90% of the pro- industry's profits. Maybe that's what I saw. I don't know. Dude, cuz I really thought it I remember I saw that and I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. Because like, if you just look around, like who the hell owns an Android? That's not 70 years old. Like it's normally the weirdos. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the U S I mean, bro, it's my mom's facts. got an Android. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to convert her to iPhone. I've been telling her, bro, get an iPhone, get an iPhone. She's rocking the Samsung. Samsung's a valid Android, I'll say. That's the only like valid Android. But like those are also, you know, not your mom, but like the younger people that rock Samsung are the type of people that are like, oh, iPhone's so expensive, blah blah blah. But like Samsung's top models are the same price, exactly. if not more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like the flip phone ones, those you know, those, those are, are like two thousand dollars. Yeah, dude. Who the hell wants that? <laughs> It's yeah, not that nah. cool. It's really not. Like, I feel like the reason a lot of old people have it is because they just don't care. Like they're just like whatever. They just want a phone. They don't care about iPhone, Android. Even but even like my grandparents, they have iPhones. Yeah, because like if you told an old person, to use it's like flat out easier. Like the interface is just so much more like fluid. That's what I've told my mom. I've been like. It's easy and I have one, so it's easier to share images, easier to text, easier to do literally everything. 
Yeah. That's I why just, for like uh, tablets, phones, stuff like that, I'm always going to run Apple. Mm-hmm. Like even in the future, like I'll probably get a MacBook just to have like the entire product. And then the only thing I'll ever like run that's not Apple is my computer. But then maybe eventually, like, you know, ideally you would even run that because Windows sucks. Yeah, dude, Windows is just because they always try to add new stuff. It's always breaking and it's so, so crap. But Mac, uh, Mac's pretty it's just good. overpriced. The Mac, um, the what is it called? Like the Mac computer, like the MacBook, not the laptops, the like oh. the actual desktop PCs. Like those are really expensive. Um, yeah, like iMac is that what it's called? iMac. Yeah, I think so. I remember seeing like some replacement wheel for it. it costs five hundred bucks. Um, if the wheel breaks. Yeah, it's called iMac. Yeah, some of them are. Well, the iMac is isn't even. That's the one that's like, it's just like the the iMac is actually kind of sick. I'm not gonna lie. If are you thinking of like the cheese grater one? Yeah, that one is called the Mac Pro. That one's really expensive for what you get. And yeah, it's dude, it, you're just not really getting like your money's worth. Yeah. Okay. Wait, iMac is the screen. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a screen, but you know, the computer is in the screen. So it's pretty sick. All in one. Yeah. I remember like going over to my friend's house when I was younger and like they had the iMac and playing Minecraft on that. <laughs> it was so sick. Yeah, so the um the Mac Pro is six grand. <laughs> Cost five hundred bucks for replacement wheels. There's no wheels on this. Oh, you can put wheels on it and roll it around. Well there's oh, not replacement wheels, like yeah. you can pay, you can pay for wheels. It's five hundred bucks. No. That's pretty dumb. 76 core GPU. I mean, it like the stats are good, but $6,000, like my God mode Windows computer is half the price. Yeah, but it, it's got Mac OS. That's the difference right there. And uh, <laughs> you can put Mac OS, I'm pretty sure you can put Mac OS on like a regular computer. You can, but it's not like optimized for it. So it's not that good. Yeah, if you want a, a Mac Pro fully decked, it's $11,000. Oh, wait, never mind. That's yeah. not fully decked. It's $12,000. Yeah, optional. You can get wheels and handles and guess how much that costs. I see. Okay, so the wheels. Yeah, and then the handles. Where's your two? I so, don't see. Yeah, I don't see the price for the handles. Wait, let me check. So the. Why does it have 200 gigabytes of RAM? Isn't that like, what is the point of that? 
I think the Mac Pro is like just the ultimate workstation. If you yeah. want a Mac OS workstation, 24 yeah. core CPU. I know a lot of video editors and like people who use software really like it. is wild i'm gonna get the new airpod airpod pros probably soon what the pro second generation yeah because yeah i got them they're really good wait what when yeah like just recently earlier this year they came out like like a month ago Nah. They've been out since June. AirPod Pros 2 just came out, too. Yes. No, they came out earlier this year. What was Trust. it in the event? Probably Are you sure it's, it's uh, the Pro? Knew. Yes. And not... Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I have... Dude, I have both versions. My old ones are broken, so I got the new ones. So yours has the, the thing where you can, like change the volume on the actual thing right is that nice yeah you can swipe up and down on the touch bar to change the volume yeah is it is yours USB-C? They're pretty good. is that what they changed because i swear i saw it in the event is yours lightning or USB-C? I think it's still lightning okay maybe that's what they changed in the because i saw it in like the event so they have a pro second generation USB-C now? Yeah, so that it matches the phone. Okay. Yeah, I was like, dude, I I just bought these like Yeah, a that's why I was ago. confused cuz I saw them in the event talking about like now everything is USB-C. Yeah, here look, they even make like a little distinction parentheses USB-C. That's probably all they did but i just got the 15 dude and it's it's actually so nice compared to what i had before like from a 14 definitely not worth the the jump but from what i had it it 100% is i'm still not 100% sure whether i like the whole uh pro like the max versus the normal one yet but we'll see I like the Max, but it's like this is the biggest phone that I would be comfortable using one handed. It's because if something, if I'm holding it and something is on the opposite side of like my thumb, it's kind of annoying to hit while one handing. Yeah. Also, the way I hold my phone, it kind of like, it seems like it kind of annoys my. Like the inside of my hand muscle. Oh, mine does, yeah. But like my other phone didn't. My phone, it's actually pretty heavy with the case on it and everything. Is is the 15 lighter or heavier than the 14? Lighter. Okay, yeah. It's 10% lighter, but apparently like the way the weight distributes it feels like 30 to 40 percent lighter that's what people say but for yeah, me it's kind of hard feels to judge so bottom I, heavy i got like um a 
a bigger phone. So yeah, let's see, 12 Pro. Wait. So my old phone was 6.67 ounces or 189 grams. And then the one I have now is it's two grams lighter. So it's bigger, but it's two grams lighter. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So the one you have is 240 grams. And the one... Oh, wait. I was looking at the normal. I mean, there's no way. Um... Okay, I was. That makes more sense. So it's only 20 grams lighter for the normal one. I think the the other one was like, I don't know, it's 10% lighter. Yeah, so with my one hand grip, if I'm holding my phone vertically, it if I have to hold it for more than like 20 minutes in one position, my pinky starts hurting because I rest the phone on my pinky. I have three fingers on the back. Mm. Three fingers. Where's your pointer finger? My pointer finger, middle finger, and ring finger are all in the back of the phone. And my, oh, your pinky's my pinky on the bottom. Oh, bottom holding sense. it up for vertical, and then I scroll oh, my thumb. Oh, nah, dude. That's terrible. Yeah, the other day I was like, <laughs> I was just like chilling. I was scrolling like YouTube and playing some games. And after like an hour, my my hand hurts so bad because it's just like it's just pressing on your pinky the entire time. Yeah, I I just do four fingers on the back. That's it. See, when I do that, it's just harder to I get like less range of motion with my thumb. See, if I had like if my hands were bigger than. I wouldn't mind doing four okay. on the back. I see what you mean now with the pinky. It's easier to get all the way to the left. But when you do the pinky, then you have to readjust and you can't get to the top. Like without moving. I mean, you can, but it's it's awesome. It's a stretch. Yeah. And it's like you turn the screen away from you. It's mostly good just for like being able to reach both sides of the screen, but you don't get that much on the top. Yeah. See, that's the I'm, issue with the Max. Like, it's almost like a little bit too big. With the, but I like oh, having the, the extra screen space. It, it's nice. But, like, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I'll, I'll, I'll see soon if it's worth it. The case I got is also pretty sick. Yeah. But, well, the Max also has, like, a slightly better screen and, like, usually has, like, a better camera, too. And the base, but if you get the pro, then it's pretty much the same stats. Yeah, every year it's the batteries better. That's one big thing. And the the camera difference is it has a a five x versus a three x. Then the screen's the same quality, just slightly bigger. Uh. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. All right. Um let's wrap it up there. All right. So yeah, see you guys.